Hello, friends. Welcome to the Leadership and Employee Engagement Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about topics on leadership, employee engagement, and company culture to help you with success in your personal growth as a leader, your business, career, and ultimately in life. I'm your host, Jonathan Randall. I'm a doctor of physical therapy and an executive coach. Let's dive in today's episode. All right. Welcome, everyone, to the second episode of Leadership and Employee Engagement. I am your host, Jonathan Randall, uh, physical therapist, and I am here with my friend, Josue. Josue, how are you doing, man? Hey, what's up, Jonathan? Uh, I'm doing well. It's been an awesome day. Uh, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to come on here and, and share some of my insights with you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, well, uh, let's uh, first kind of a how how do we met <laughs> and how we know each other. Um, as I said in my last podcast um, episode, I'm doing a thing called Digital Income School, and this was uh, started from after the events of COVID nineteen. Everyone's inside. We're trying to figure out ways to gain income, make money, and so. Uh, a couple of people, a couple of uh, previous therapists and therapists have um, started this school for, for people to help increase skills in digital marketing, such as email marketing, um, making their own website. So we have, we've made our own websites, podcast editing, video editing, Google and Facebook ads. Uh, and so Josue and I have been, uh, accountability partners <laughs> through this through this part process uh and it's been it's been it's been ex- an experience what about you dude definitely yeah man that's where we first met and um it's been there's a lot to learn in that in that course and you know i love that it's, it's expanding our skill set mm. uh but sometimes it's definitely overwhelming <laughs> mm. um i don't know what week are we on we're we're quite deep into it i now. don't know i can't is the days are running together so many uh so much it's i think we're in week four week four or five something like that yeah man um so we're right in there it's it's been it's been intense yeah it's definitely definitely but i've i've gained a whole lot of insight that uh like i said this is this podcast it has been started because that was one of our assignments <laughs> for the podcast editing portion of the of the program uh, so, like I said, thanks, Josue. How do you how do you say your last name? So my last name is pronounced uh, Villanueva. Villanueva. Villanueva, which stands for New Village. In uh... okay, <laughs> okay, nice, nice. I like that. I like that. I didn't want to try to butcher it on here. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get started. Hey, can you, uh, Josue? Can you tell us a little bit about your background? Who who is Josue? Where you come from? What's your what's your occupation? That's a, a loaded question, man. So <laughs> I'm Josue, guys. Uh, I'm actually a physical therapist assistant right now. I graduated about three years ago, uh, but more than a physical therapist assistant, I think I'm just a human at the end of the day. I'm a, a brother, uh, a son, a fellow human being who tries to help others. 
Uh, and I'm also, fun fact, I'm a deacon. <laughs> at, uh, okay. <laughs> or was a deacon at my home church. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's a little bit about me. I actually had, uh, so one of my passions and hobbies is to work with lower backs. I had, uh, it's, it's something that's very personal to me. I had a, a very drastic uh, back injury that landed me in chronic pain for about two and a half years. And I mm. slowly but surely overcame that. And that's a deep passion of mine. I also love to read. I love to jog now as well. And that's kind of uh, the basics there is to know about me, honestly. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Have you, have you increased jogging during this time of COVID-19? Dude, I actually have, man. I've been running like every, or, or jogging every single day, every single afternoon. It, yeah. It's like, I, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's not supposed to be relaxing, but it's like relaxing because it takes mm -hmm. your mind off of like everything that that's currently going on in the world, you know, you just like right. forget. Right. Right. So yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I'm definitely interesting more. I, I've been running a lot more than I usually am. Nice. Nice. Keeping the body healthy, keeping your mind healthy, reading all, all good, all good stuff. Well, <laughs> Hey, let's uh thanks for telling me about your background let's dive into kind of the main meat and potatoes of everything this is the leadership and engagement employee engagement podcast where we are talking about um what is leadership what is employee engagement and what and what that means for for people so first let me ask in your career or in i get maybe in general what are the problems that you see in the healthcare industry and, and the physical therapy world? What are kind of the problems that you, that you see? Mm. Honestly, man, um, I'd say there's a lot of good and a lot of bad, you know, within healthcare, within any company in the world, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. um, but I think like, I love, I love the point of this podcast. Cause like you said, and, and this is going to be my answer. Uh, I, I see a, a general just lack of leadership ability. And I think also, um, a lack of, of people who have like, who have, or, or are either working on, uh, like fully like developing who they could be. Like, I feel like that's like super important. And that's like, not just for like, somebody who's like a leader or in the leadership position, I think it's important for all of us to be able to just like personally like evolve and like work through our stuff, you know, cause uh, at the end of the day, like we're the drivers of our vehicles and, uh, yeah. our and our teams, you know? Mm. Um, so hopefully that provides you with a, a good answer in that aspect there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like what you said. We're the drivers of our, of our vehicles. Like we, we, we kind of control that. Yeah. Okay. So lack of leadership employed. So, um, have you experienced a lot of, um, leadership opportunities or, or kind of observed a lot of those, uh, leadership qualities or things that problems that you've seen in your, in your own career? Mm, so I have, I would describe myself more like, I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's hard for me to call myself like a, a leader, <laughs> which mm. is like, I, I feel like I, I do better. Like when there's like not a title, okay. Uh, okay. like when the, when the title is like placed on me, like it sets all these expectations. I start getting nervous. I start, you know, behaving differently. 
uh, because I'm like, instead of being myself, I feel like I'm trying to like, not impress, but maybe just like live up to, you know, to a higher standard. So I think that's where I start kind of messing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like, uh, you mentioned like the, the leadership problems I've seen. Oh man, I've seen plenty of those, man. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you don't mind me, uh, I had a couple of different examples of just different previous yeah. where I've worked at. That go, I for, go for it. Go for it. Good picture of it. Uh, so just three, three examples for you guys. My first example, uh, it was my first ever job. Like I think I was 17. It was a family owned restaurant um, in my hometown. And uh, it wasn't, it wasn't run very well. Um, like, you know, the people were like kind of passive aggressive or, or bosses were passive aggressive at times. They weren't very direct, that sort of deal. But what kept everything running smoothly, it's, it's so weird because I feel like you either have like a great organization with great leadership and great employees and teams, um, you, or you have, you know, not so great leadership, but like an excellent team that makes up for the lack of leadership. Um, or you have none of the two and then it's all like a, a crazy mess, you know? And so in this particular environment, um, I worked with my two, two of my best friends. We were all, so we called ourselves the three musketeers and we like held that place down, man. So like, even though like it wasn't run very well, we like literally just like made up for it. Like everything on the front end, um, everything that the, the, the customers got to see, like we ran it and we just had like a great, uh, how do, I, I guess a great culture, culture. Yeah. A great culture. Yeah. And, uh, it just like compounded because the fact that we like knew each other super well, we were very engaged with, with each other. We knew each other very well. We knew our weaknesses, we knew our strengths and we went by that and we just made a, an, just an amazing team. And that was such like, you know, it's your first job. You don't get paid very well, but like I was so happy and like fulfilled during that time because just the way we all worked together, it was, it was amazing, man. Yeah. So, that was my first job. Um, mm. And then my first full-time gig um, after becoming a physical therapist assistant, I got hired on at a, uh, a skilled nursing facility, which, you know, the setting, uh, I mean, I, I love the setting. I love the environment. Um, but what made me like love it even more was just like the team we had, like same thing there. We, uh, we were all comfortable with one another. We were all fully engaged, present with each other. We knew about each other. Uh, we would go out and grab lunches. We would hang out outside of work. Like that's how much we like enjoyed each other and each other's time Mm. and presence. And then, uh, our leader was also, she was pretty good. Actually. She, She was very good. She listened to us. We felt, we all felt heard. Um, you know, we communicated very well. It was just super easy to get along, mm. uh, with her. And of course we all had our moments where we like would mess up, but we'd all help mm-hmm. like pick each other up. Like we like, you know, a, a client, a patient would have a terrible experience, but we would go talk to the patient about what would happen. We would settle things. And like everybody like who would come by would be like, yo, like y'all are like, such a great team like how do y'all do it and i'm like i don't know man it's just like it, it felt like family honestly working there oh wow yeah it, it was so cool and uh and then um i actually left that for another opportunity which opened up which was at a, a startup 
uh, <laughs> a startup outpatient practice, private practice. Mm. Um, and this is where things kind of took a U-turn to be okay. honest. Okay. Uh, so here, you know, I was just super excited to begin this job and I was like, man, I've had some great work experiences. This is going to be amazing. And, uh, so we arrive, it's, it's literally, it's me working alongside two other PTs and, you know, hopefully, hopefully none of this sounds condescending. Um, but just, it was, it was a new environment, uh, new work environment. I had never experienced, uh, what a startup looks like. Uh, so I was really out of my comfort zone. Um, uh, I worked there for about six, seven months. Um, throughout that time, just, I, I, I saw things that I didn't think I would ever get to see both good and bad. Uh, well, good and not so good. I won't say bad because it's all a learning experience. You know, mm-hmm. um, the, um, our, like the owner, basically he was, uh, I don't want to say like dictator ish mm-hmm. personality very strong, you know, very steps over boundaries. If you let, if, if, if you don't step up and, and, you know, express your boundaries to them, you'll step over your boundaries. Mm. Uh, just a lot of micromanagement, almost breathing behind your back. Um, mm. And when somebody feels micromanaged, they feel, they begin to feel like, Hey, like I can't do my thing. I can't like fully be me and immersed mm-hmm. in what I do because I feel like somebody's always like judging me uh, mm. from behind my back. Mm what it began to feel like. Um, there was a lack of communication between the three of us. Um, there were uh, some high expectations, but expectations that weren't expressed. So that just confused everybody. Um, mm. um, me and the PT who worked for this owner, we didn't really know where the company was headed, mm. what the plans were for it. Lack of vision. was. So it was all just very confusing. Um, and I'd say, and like I said, it wasn't a bad experience. It, I mean, it's just a learning experience, you know? Right. Um, yeah, that's kind of my, my three experiences there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, those, those good, good learning experience. Three different experiences, but um, all very unique. And I want to go back. You said something at the very beginning of your, I think, your first experience you said you weren't getting paid a whole lot, but you, but you still loved it. Like that is, that's crazy. What can you get more specific? You, because a lot of people may think that, Oh, I have to get paid um, X amount in order for me to love working at my job. But Mm. here you are saying that in my first, my first job, I didn't get paid. Uh, I didn't get paid a whole lot, but I still loved going there. Can you kind of elaborate on um, what, what made it like that? What exactly were the um, components that made you uh, not care so much about the pay, but care, care about the work, working there? Mm. Man, that's a great question. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I think just the people who I got to work around just made everything so, so much better. Like I actually like look forward to going to work every single day. I was like, Oh man, I wonder what's going to happen today. I wonder what, you know, what crazy customers we're going to get or uh, what stories we're going to have to share. Like these were like my, like my friends and they still are like two of my best friends, man. So it was just like 
it was like you're just gonna go hang out with family literally it didn't feel like work um mm. in summary uh, and like i said yeah like i didn't it was my first job i didn't get paid too much but i was just happy i was like in the moment i could be in flow you know i could be mm. myself uh, I felt like I have to, I had trustworthy individuals that I worked with and like loved, uh, mm -hmm. honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Having that, having that, and you mentioned it for your second job too, having that team that felt like uh, family, not a lot of people that I've talked to describe sniffs skilled to nursing facilities in that way. Like, <laughs> and dude, same thing with me. Like, when I started working there, uh, like I was like, oh man, this is not going to be, you know, very good experience. I've heard things about sniffs. I've heard about, you know, stuff happening that shouldn't happen, you know, people taking advantage of, but dude, it was not like that. Like in, in that particular, uh, um, facility, I guess you could say mm -hmm. it, it was, yeah, it wasn't like that there. I was just like, wow, man, like, like this, you know, it was a good thing, both a good thing and a bad thing because like a good thing, because it was a great experience bad thing because now i'm like comparing all my future opportunities to like that experience yeah 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 you've 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 had the the highs <laughs> so yeah for sure so how how does uh first let me go back what does employee engagement culture what does that mean to you when you hear those words how would you define that Mm. Um, first word that came to mind was presence, to be honest with you, just being presence in, in whatever it is that you're doing, whether you work at McDonald's or whether you're working at uh, this high end lawyer's firm, just being present in, in every, being able to be present in everything you do there. Um, second one, community, feeling like you know, the environment that you're in, feeling like you belong to a community, um, feeling heard, mm. you know, because I think that that establishes like the foundation of everything. I think without um, employee engagement, you don't, you don't have much and eventually your company isn't going to do so well <laughs> in mm. the long run. Yeah, that's kind of the three things, just presence, uh, community, and feeling heard. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, those are communication, uh, being being heard, you know, feeling that collaboration between teams um, from if, if anyone is interested in the book called, uh, oh, gosh, it is, uh, what's his name? Uh, and here I am drawing a blank, but culture, culture reconstructed, I think it's what the book is called. I'll get it to you in the show notes, but uh, they talk about that as one of the building blocks of, of culture, communication, having that, that communication, having care for your employees, making them um, uh, feel heard and, and building that, building that team. Um, Josue, how can, so how can the, the SNFs, the skilled nursing facilities, how can the outpatient facilities, how can the acute care hospitals, how can they increase their employee engagement and increase that culture? Hmm. Great question. 
I, I think it definitely starts with just people or your employees feeling cared for. Um, mm-hmm. And then that, of course, over the course of time starts to, be, to begin to build trust. And then once you have trust, you can really build a nice like um, employee to employer uh, collaboration, uh, friendship, whatever you want to call it. Uh, mm-hmm. But it starts with that, just, just listening to others, uh, getting to learn who your employees are, um, what they like, what they don't like, what they fear, um, you know, letting them know what you expect out of them, Mm. um, letting them know, letting them know how they can make your life or your job easier. Cause honestly, employees want to help you as much as they can, to be honest with you. When, when, when they feel heard, when they feel cared for, when they feel like like they're important in, in the, the organization, they will do whatever it is to like invest into your company and into you and to make your life easier. Wow. Yeah. And if you do the opposite of that, the opposite is going to happen. Like you're, mm. you're, uh, you know, you as an employer uh, or a leader or boss or whatever, it, your life is going to be much harder if you don't get this stuff down. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Like, so, if, and, and the follow-up question to that, and you just hit on it, like, if, if Josue were to go into a company right now, what would that company need to do in order to get Josue, in order to get you engaged there? Like, what, what would it need to happen? What would you need to see? Mm. That, so that you're, that you're going to bat for him, that you're, so that you're that you would die for this company. Mm. <laughs> what would make you bat for this company? Mm. So, say can it, just just to like kind of reiterate, is this more like a like say I was like a new employee coming into a new organization? Yes. For me, to just like represent them and like just dive in deep and go at bat for them. Yes, yes. If if you were coming into a company what would they need to do or what would need to, you need to see for you to be like, I, I am all in, I'm diving my, I'm investing my full self into this, this company or in this job. Um, honestly, you know, first day in, I would, man, if somebody just asked about how my day was, who I was as a person, uh, just develop a little bit of trust with me. And also if I could see like, Hey, like, you know, what's going on behind, like, what's, what are your thoughts? Like what's going on in your mind? Like, who are you? You know, I know I came to work for you guys, but like, what do you guys represent? What are your values? What are your principles? Like, what do you stand for? You know, Mm. what, uh, what don't you, don't you stand for? Like, what can't you tolerate? Like stuff like that. Um, just if I felt like heard, honestly, I know I keep saying that word heard, but if I felt heard, and appreciated and valued i mean i'm i'm all in and and if they stood for you know a, a bigger mission than just like hey go and work work with this this patient and go home you know like mm-hmm. i think that's the company that i'd look, love to work for uh, yeah where i feel like i could be myself and also like work hard at the same time yeah yeah that's that's about it jonathan that's what awesome I'm, hey i love that i love that and and to, what you said to be heard, to feel, um, to feel that trust between your employer and, and then and then you, um, and then and then knowing just asking asking how your day is, 
Like, is that how common is that right now that people ask, how, how's your day going? Like, how are you doing as, as you're working for me? Um, but how are, how are you doing? Um, and, and that care for, for that other person, that's, that's key. Those are, those are skills that may be, um, lost or have been forgotten, um, mm. over the past couple of years. And that, you know, you're, you're looking for <laughs> and, and other people I'm sure are looking for. So awesome. Thank you so much for, for saying that. Let's dive into kind of the leadership aspect. And I know you said before that, uh, you don't really like the titles given. Uh, can you ex- explain that a little bit more? That, I mean, what, what, what is about titles that you, that you don't kind of resonate with? That's, dude, that's something I've always been like this, man. Like, like I've always been like the type of person who like, I don't know, man, I don't like being, I don't like, I don't know if it's that I don't like labels or like limiting myself to, to who I am and who I can be. Uh, but I feel like, you know, you, you don't necessarily need to have a title to be a leader or to be, you know, the best person you can be or to help others. Like, I feel like some people would just see, just because they see a title, they expect all these things out of a person. Like, for example, I mean, you can have a person who's like super sick, uh, you know, and you could have a, a, uh, a doctor, a medical doctor. And they could be helping. I lost my wording there. I'm sorry, man. It's <laughs> um, okay. So, okay. So you can have, you know, just because you have doctor to your name doesn't mean that, that you, like you can help somebody like recover um, from like cancer or just struggles going on. Like mm. I know, honestly, I've, I don't know if you've ever heard of Paul Check. Does that name ring a bell by any chance? I haven't. The Paul Check, he's not, he never went to medical school. He never even went to school. I think when he was like 14, he began working on a railroad and working on medication, meditation within himself. And then he got curious and began to work in or began to like study like holistic medicine on his own, like self-taught. He looked for like masters of the craft or whatnot. And now he's like, honestly, I would trust him more than I would trust a, a, your typical medical doctor. Mm experience he has and he's not a doctor at all he doesn't have the label doctor in his name he's just paul check um but back back to your question though yeah the titles labels i think they're just there just i mean yeah like for some people it provides um social proof as to what they can do something but i don't think you should limit yourself just uh to a label or whatnot Mm -hmm. like i've also heard um somebody might want to interview jonathan okay uh, I don't know if you've heard of him. He is the, he calls himself the chief groove enhancer. Okay. <laughs> it's funny. Su- such a cool guy. And I'm blanking out on him. I have, oh, I'm so sorry to, to him. Uh, oh gosh, man. I'm blanking out on his name. Oh, you don't need it. With, with that title, you don't need, you don't need a name. It's the chief groove <laughs> What'd you say? Enhancer? Yeah. The chief group enhancer. So he says that instead of CEO, he calls himself that because, uh, he, he literally the, um, his job he says is to just enhance the way a company works. That's literally, uh, what, what his mission 
on on earth is uh or one of his missions mm-hmm. on earth is uh man i really want to look up his name right now but i, I can give that to you later if you'd like yeah. to just blink down on him yeah 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 definitely okay okay so yeah keeping those so it, and, and in other words the titles titles are fluid or or maybe not even necessary yeah yeah honestly 100 percent. versus versus being able to help someone offering help and and providing help exactly yeah don't you know you can help somebody even if you don't have a title just know that yeah yeah oh that's good i like that so uh who who is it that you identify as a leader who someone that you look up to my parents first off i have to say my parents okay and whether we all like it or not they were our first uh our first examples of leadership Mm. um like literally (laughs) like when we're children um whoever your your caregiver main caretaker was i mean you they're leading they're literally whether you know it or not they're like subconsciously leading you uh Mm. and you're like gaining insight and wisdom from them whether good or bad um so i have to put them first and they've man they've set a great example of just being kind loving humble and everything you do um and also uh you know then comes like the other leadership examples that i've seen which of previous bosses professors um somebody who i really look up to uh as a leader is uh john wooden okay heard of john wooden i don't know if i uh, this name sounds familiar he was you would love him jonathan so he was uh one of the most successful coaches he led ucla to like i think 11 or 12 championships okay in the years uh in his time span at ucla and Mm -hmm. he was just the example of just a uh, just an amazing leader and he was just so humble um, for him, it wasn't even about winning games. He would always say, I don't care about you guys winning a game. Uh, what I care about uh, is each one of you being the best that you can be and giving your 100% in everything you do. Um, you know, I know that he always used to say, I know that not all of you are going to go play professional basketball, uh, but I do know that all of you guys are going to go on to be members of society, fathers, um, you know, lawyers, doctors whatever so his big gang was just like building just great people um Mm. to be great people like outside of basketball like for him it wasn't just about basketball he focused on winning that and that's it's crazy because he didn't even focus on winning and that's wow the championships wow wow that's awesome that focusing focusing on the people focusing on the players exactly yeah that's awesome. Yeah, I have to – and, and, and as you described him, I was like, yes, yeah, I've heard of him because he's, he's that example of a leader. Yeah, so I, I'll have to look further into what he has done and contributed. Yeah, that's awesome. So what is the best – what would you say is the best wisdom values that you have received or learned from, from the leaders that you have, that you have looked up to? Or have, who have uh, mentored you or inspired you in some way? Being, uh, being grounded in, in strong principles for yourself. Um, a lot of the people who I look up to are just heavily grounded in, in their own principles. They know themselves very well. Mm-hmm. They're very well-rounded. You know, they're not, 
they're not show off. They don't put on a show. Um, humble. They listen very well to others. They're, they're present in everything they do. And I say present because so many people aren't truly present in what they do. Mm. So many people, you, you talk to them and it's like, it seems like they're listening, but you know they're not truly listening uh, mm. inside. Uh, that's a huge thing. Uh, they're highly engaged with uh, their uh, community and the organization they lead. Um, they also, I think, I can't say they've mastered themselves, but maybe they've, they've done the, the ugly work mm. that, in themselves that that not everybody does like they've gotten they've overcome that and they they're just like consistent and confident in who they are mm. yeah that's good that's good stuff um awesome uh thanks so much for kind of giving that explanation of what you think a leader is who who you've seen as a leader that's imparted you know truth into you and those and those values of and and that and that key word that you keep going back to presence I, I love that because that is very hard today i think to be present fully with someone especially when you have things going on over here things going on over here you got so much so, social media a lot of just distractions daily distractions of everyday life and so uh it may be hard to fully be just present with someone and, and build that connection and build that, that trust with, with, uh, with someone. Um, mm. But I think we, if we have that, then, and this is just me, but I think we, we can improve, improve our relationships with each other, um, improve our ability to, to listen and to lead and to be, and to be fully um, aware of who, who the other person is mm. and how we can serve them best. Mm. Yeah, so that's good. Josue, thank you so much. Is there anything else you would like to, to say to the audience? Man, I think that's it, Jonathan. I don't have anything really special to say, to be honest with you, other than, you know, just try to be present in everything you do. Help others feel heard. There's, there's so many people out there no matter what organization that don't feel like they're heard and you know they feel lost they, there's always somebody out there who needs needs your help and would love to just feel heard and, and be able to trust somebody um love on people man i <laughs> it sounds kind of cheesy but man just love on people man um I, I think today in today's world like today's society we're we're leaning like so much on like automation and forgetting about people and and their feelings, you know, we're trying to make everything easy, but honestly, like, it's not easy. I think, you know, it's not always meant to, to be easy. And so, I don't know. Those are just my thoughts though, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Those are, those are awesome words. Awesome. Uh, closing words. One more question for you. Is there uh, what book or resource um, that you've read in the past that has influenced the way you think really, really changed your mindset. The Alchemist by Paulo Colo, I think. Okay. Wonderful book, guys. I highly recommend it. If you don't mind me, I got a couple. Would you mind me just spilling the beans on those? Go ahead. Spill the beans. 
so the alchemist number one that man that just like expanded my mind like to, to its potential um the mastery of love love that book um it's very simple very basic but just so profound um the i can't remember the name of the book uh it's uh the peaceful warrior i believe is what it was called that's an amazing book and then last one i gotta share this man this is the man who i just talked about john wooden all right on leadership there you go <laughs> that's a good book i highly recommend to anybody to, i mean everybody to be honest with you okay yeah awesome awesome well hey thank you so much Josue, for joining me for this first interview pot uh episode <laughs> and i hope we continue to to collaborate and man we need we need to meet up as well because we need to just talk about stuff you got a lot of excellent things to say um good advice for people so thank you so much for for joining me and um i hope you are well and and keep safe during this during this time you're you're very welcome jonathan i really appreciated this interview and your insights and your questions man great great questions um thank yeah, you yeah and i'll look forward to to keeping in touch yeah yeah all right thanks take care so this way all right Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Leadership and Employee Engagement Podcast. I had so much fun talking with Josue, and he gave a lot of good advice about employee engagement and leadership. If you wish to develop yourself as a leader or need to improve your company's employee engagement, please email me at the email provided below. Also, all resources mentioned in this episode will be listed below. Please like and subscribe to the podcast and share with your family and friends who wish to join the conversation. Be safe out there and be well on your journeys.